Hey, what's up, y'all? This is episode 112, and this episode is going to be a little bit different. There's going to be no music. There's not going to be the standard introduction. I'm not going to ask you to sign up for anything. I'm not going to tell you to leave a review or rating. Uh, This episode is going to be a little bit different because I want to share something that I typically wouldn't share on my podcast, but I think it's important. Um, About a month ago, one of my closest friends on the planet unexpectedly died. Uh, This is my boy, my homeboy, Bill. We've been uh, the closest of friends since sophomore year in college in Kalamazoo, Michigan. We ran track and field together. We've had so many shared experiences. We both worked for the same food company when we got out of college. We both had internships at the Walt Disney World College program. And there were three of us, me, Bill, and our buddy Aaron, that it was hard to separate us during college. These days, pretty much every single day, we would connect with one another via text message, and we would share funny videos, text talks, Instagram posts, etc. And to receive the news that Bill died was was and is just straight up is shattering. You know, on this podcast, I've talked a lot about this whole notion of Uh, When you show up, do things get better or do things get worse? We all know those people that there are some people when they show up, things actually get worse. But my buddy Bill, be love. When he showed up, things always got better. I mean, this is a guy that we went and got tattoos together in college. Uh, For some reason, I decided to get my name on my left deltoid. (laughs) He got his name, his nickname on his left deltoid. He made it better choice. Uh, We had inside jokes and nicknames from one another. We both loved Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, Both of us 100% agreed that the Fugees, their 1996 album, The Score, was overrated, very much overrated. These days, we bonded over so much, everything from what we were cooking on our smoker to talking about our relationships with our kids. He had a a nine-year-old daughter. Bill was one of those people that when a text arrived from him, I would smile in anticipation, just wondering what he was going to share in a voice note or what he was going to share from social media that would make me laugh. I mean, this is a guy that just brought me joy. He made me smile and laugh, big laughs. He's one of those people that, that made me better and straight up, knew me like he really knew me in a way so many people do not i've been avoiding really directly addressing if you want to say even confronting his death for for quite some time i still remember on a saturday morning when i got the phone call from my boy aaron our boy that uh he died i was on my way to getting ready to take my my son to base to his baseball game and We're loading up the car. I got the news and and I hung up the phone and my wife could tell by the look on my face that something wasn't right. And I told her what happened and she immediately said, hey, I'll take him to the baseball game or we don't have to go to the game. And I just remember immediately just putting up a block saying, no, 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 it's okay. I want to take him to the game. It's important. I'm a coach, blah, blah, blah. And I immediately was doing all I could to distract myself and and not confront it. Uh, But the funny thing about life is there are moments 
specifically moments of silence when you can't run anymore. Those moments early in the morning when you're up all by yourself or those moments in the middle of the night when you wake up. And even though your, your spouse may be lying next to you, you, you feel super alone and that emotion, all those things, they just catch up to you. So it's been catching up to me at those moments that I least expected. And I made the decision just to fully embrace it, fully to feel it, not run away from it and feel what I need to feel. In a unique way, this episode is a way for me to address this. Uh, you all know that I'm a speaker. I speak all across the country and I speak all across the world. And I spoke to large audiences of over 5,000 people and I speak to small audiences. And I can tell you one of the most challenging, quote unquote, speaking engagements I've ever had was at his funeral. I knew there would come a time at his funeral when they would open up the mic and say, hey, is there anyone that would like to share a memory or share anything? And I knew I had to. I didn't want to from an emotional perspective because I was afraid that I would just break down and not be able to finish. But I decided to to do that. And I just remember walking up there and getting on that stage and getting up to the microphone and looking down and seeing my, my buddy in the casket, an open casket, and sharing some words about him. It was such an emotional day, and, and I made that decision to, in all the sadness and, and tears we were sharing, to bring some joy and laughter. So I talked for a short amount of time about how amazing this guy was, how this guy made us laugh, how this guy brought us joy. And it was it was nice to see everyone in that church smiling and laughing a little bit as hard as it was. Uh, the good news, if there's some good news in this, is that when I think about Bill, I smile. Like Even though I know he's gone, which is still really hard for me to process, I smile because he was that kind of dude. What, what a gift. The, the hope is that we all can live a life that when somebody thinks about us when we're gone, they smile or they are thankful or they are appreciative. And that's how I think about Bill. You know, when someone close to you dies, it really, it's impossible not to think about your own death, your own mortality. Uh, Bill and I were pretty much the same age. And what's been on my mind is, is that, of course, death and morality. And what's also been on my mind is like that this idea of success and this idea of failure in many ways, you know, it's like this whole notion, like if we, if I can die at any moment, like at any moment, if I can die from a heart attack, from a car crash, from a random bear attack, from a kitchen accident involving a toaster or a lightning strike. You're like your brain goes through. You're like, yo, what is this all for? If I can die at any moment, what is this all for? Because there's one side of your brain's like, yo, if I can die at any moment, what is this life worse worth? You can see how people say, forget it. All right, I can die at any moment. Let me do some stupid stuff. Let me go. Let me go get addicted on heroin. Let me go do some crazy drugs. Let me go drink myself unconscious. Let me go do, let me be a bad person. Let me go do some horrible stuff. If I can die at any moment, let me go do some horrible stuff. 
But there's a flip side to that, right? There's a flip side to that because you can also say, holy smokes, you mean to tell me what? (laughs) You mean to tell me I can die at any moment? Okay. Okay. Get this. If I can die at any moment, health. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm about to live the most epic, the most amazing life. If I can die at any moment, I'm going to live the hell out of this life. I'm going to have adventure. Yo, I'm about to experience some journeys. I'm about to love up on some people. I am going to explore. I'm going to do what I want. I am going to say what needs to be said. If I can die at any moment. I damn sure am going to live my best life, right? Think about those extremes. If I can die at any moment, I might as well do some horrible stuff. Or if I can die at any moment, I might as well do some great stuff. I don't know about you, but I want to do some great stuff. Continue to do some great stuff. I want to live an epic life. And I think what's dangerous Between those extremes, those real big extremes, I think what's dangerous in many ways is the middle ground. The middle ground between those two. Extreme success or extreme failure. Of course, we all have different definitions of success, but I've told myself my whole life based on, I think, my upbringing and different circumstances. I've always said I want to be an extreme success or an extreme failure because the middle, the middle is a dangerous place to be. You know, the middle is one of those places that can gnaw at you. The middle can be that place of indifference. The middle can be that place of living on autopilot. The the middle can be that place of coasting. The middle can be that place of cruise control. The middle is a very dangerous place to be. I think what I'm getting at, I'm not telling myself or telling anyone listening right now to go quit the job and do anything crazy, right? To live their best life. I think what I'm being reminded of in a very tragic way from my friend's death is to be intentional, right? That reminder to be intentional with our life, not to do things on accident or to let you know, uh, going with the flow, get in the way. Yes, I'm open to luck. I'm open to happenstance. And and I want to be intentional with how I am as a professional, how I am as a husband, how I am as a father, how I am as a member of this community. Because once again, if we can go, if we can say deuces, peace at any moment, we might as well. Live this best life with pure intention as much as possible and and not waste time. I mean, I'm here. You're here. We're here. We woke up. We might as well enjoy this. Like, really, really, really enjoy this. And not that I didn't know this prior to Bill's passing. And it has been a reminder to me. I miss my homeboy so much, like even right now, as as tears well up in my eye, uh, I miss him so much. And I'm so sad that we're not going to be able to do a lot of the things we said we were going to do 
together. It breaks my heart that the times we were supposed to meet up over the past couple of years, that it did not happen for whatever reason uh, to get together in person. It really breaks my heart. You know, I thought this this trio of me, Bill and Aaron, we'd all grow old together and just continue sending these group texts to one another. It's not going to be that way. Um, and and I feel really fortunate that I got these years with my boy. I feel really fortunate that I did get the time that we did have. I do feel fortunate that I have his voice notes and, and videos and different things saved. Um, you know, I, I, I feel fortunate that when I think about him, I smile and that I laugh. My heart breaks and I smile and I laugh because he was an amazing dude and, and I'm going to miss him. So here's to us. Here's to all of us living our best life. Here's to loving as much as we can. Laughing as much as we can. Creating as much as we can. Taking ourselves less, less serious. Doing what we want to do, right? Fully committing to that thing we want to do. And uh, truly being intentional with our time. Bill, be love. I appreciate you, homeboy. You made me better. Thank you. Thank you.